Sports Podcast. I said, Welcome to, welcome to the Dirty Sports Podcast with Andy Ruther and Joe Prano. Welcome to, welcome to the Dirty Sports Podcast. Welcome to the Dirty Sports Podcast. I'm Andy Ruther coming to you live. From the Smut Studio in Venice Beach, California, on this Thursday morning. Morning episode. That's my co-host, Joey No Chill Prano. I just realized both lights are pointed at me. Is this some sort of honor to me? I'm like, I gotta wear sunglasses because both lights are pointed at me. Should I move one of the lights? No, you're good. You got the window open. How's no. Ruther look on on camera, Trevor? It's looking good? He looks good. Looking like that hot fire for YouTube? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I gotta get grab that L train. Be oh, car- that's right. Be, be careful, it, it. Oh God, you're gonna the, make me stand up. Yeah, the uh, and you're knocking shit over. The L train's uh, a disaster. Man, why do we even do it over here? Let's let's be honest. So knock, <laughs> knocking stuff over. That is what it is. Gotta wear the L train. Wearing the L train on your hair, bro. <laughs> wear that L. So I'm outside the other day. <laughs> I come to pick up. I come to pick up the gear. For uh, for to do dirty slides, and a couple of chicks are like whistling at you, like what's happening? And now I can't imagine that they can see the lines in your head from across the street, but they did get close enough eventually to see the lines, and it did not did not ruin your chances. No, with two two Israeli flight attendants. Israeli flight attendants. This is like the fucking plot of an Adam Sandler movie. Like what? Two Israeli flight attendants? How'd that end? Uh, as the French say, menage a trois. Okay, that's probably not how they say it. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm wearing the L on that one. I don't want to get into too much detail, but uh, it was a fun night. These girls, I after slides, I came over and met you at the uh, the hostel. The comedy show that I host. The show was over. The room was empty. You had removed the chairs. And somehow these two girls are dancing to, like, Shakira alone in the room. I'm like, what the fuck is that? Like, these girls are turned. Yeah. They were not going to be, they weren't going to stop. You could have had a swastika shaved in your head. I still think they would have fucked you. Yeah, You know what was interesting about them? They said, uh, they asked me my ethnic background at one point. And I, I, of course, I started laughing. And I said, you'll, you'll know by my last name. And I said, Ruther. And they looked at each other and they go, German. And I go, well, relax. You are to the bed. <laughs> you are busting the bed. Take off your clothes. I will now tattoo you. You will be number one. You will be number two. But they felt a lot better when I said, I said, my dad's whole side is German. My mom's a mess. But I said, my dad, my dad's side came <laughs> over. Well, my mom's, you know, just a mix. <laughs> my mom's mom just got filled up. I'm, you know, like my other side, I'm like every other American, yeah. English, Irish, French. I got all these different ethnic backgrounds. But anyway, once I told them, I go, look, because obviously there yeah, is. We're in a sex ring. We, we can't <laughs> tell what, what she is. Leave my mother out of this. What I said was. My dad's ancestors, that whole side, they came over in the 1830s. And they're like, oh, yeah. I was like, so none of my ancestors were killing uh, your people. Yeah. Not, I don't think they were doing it. They were, but it was in Ohio. (laughs) (laughs) 
Anyway, yeah, Prano, uh, I, I got to give Get full- out of the Applebee's. I, You're not welcome here. <laughs> I will give full disclosure, though. I, I appreciate you wearing the L chain, the fact that uh, two girls wanted to, uh, you know, engage in very, probably one of the funnest nights of my life, but... You literally texted me the next morning, you're like, I had maybe the most enjoyable night of my entire life last night. <laughs> Well, the girl looked at me because we went to a bar. She, lo- I think you said the funnest slash craziest night of yeah. my entire life. She looked at me because after the show, we went to a bar and she straight up said, are you ready to have the best night of your life? And I was like, yeah, I think I am. <laughs> but I have to tell the black guy and story. And like, you were like, not only am I ready, I got lines shaved in my head for this. And you started doing the running man. <laughs> <laughs> I got to tell the black guy thing. Okay. So... That one was to describe this the, is like your favorite part of the night, which uh, uh, offends me to my core. <laughs> I'm like, you had sex with two Israeli uh, flight attendants, and you're like, your your key moment. You're like, the thing you need to talk about is some black guy like wanting to steal one from you. Because I just thought it was so funny. That's why it's the funniest part to me. So I want to describe the girls real quick so the listeners know. You're like, no, you can't steal one of them from me. I got lines in my head. Uh, uh, uh. <laughs> 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 fucking walked out. One girl, very dark skinned. Uh, dark hair, looked just middle, very Middle Eastern. Middle Eastern. That's what yeah. she is. The other one was a blonde, uh, big tits, big ass. Like, like you even were like, damn, at the blonde. Yeah. Like every black guy's dream. Yeah. Oh yeah. Like yeah. Like I, I was like, damn. Like I don't even like I can't even comp. Like it was, it was like an S from the side. Like I was like, what am I looking at? Yeah. Black guys were like. That's, you know. They were losing their mind yeah, at the bar. it's the black guy gif, like guys just running by each other. <laughs> <laughs> so we're waiting. She's like my Cadillac for black guys. Yes. They like can't yes. handle it. Yes. Can I, can I talk to her? Can I touch it? So. You trying to sell it? We were waiting to get in the Uber to go back to their hotel. And I'm waiting with the two girls. And the black dude walks up and he goes, he goes, yo. You got. Bo- <laughs> he goes, yo, you got both these girls. He goes, mind if, mind if I try to take the blonde, like right in front of their face. You know, we're all sitting or standing there together, and I go, I go, they're both with me, man. And then he says something again. He's like, I can't make a stab at the blonde. And the brunette, who was real feisty, just looks at him, and goes, he's fucking both of us tonight. And I was like, damn. And then he didn't know how, and then he said that. He goes, damn. He's like, good for you. But then he goes, you can't share as he was walking away. Anyway, I'm, I'm feeling good. <laughs> <laughs> pretty, like, pretty, like pretty good. Like, feeling good. <laughs> so I'm feeling good. However, I have to be fully honest with you, Joe, because I appreciate that you're Willing to wear the L chain because that was the first thing you texted me saying, yeah. saying I'll take the L. I did specifically ask both about of, the hair, about they're the like, hair. No. <laughs> they're like, We're gonna fuck you anyway, but it's ridiculous. They said, It's pretty ridiculous, you should not do that haircut anymore. <laughs> but look, it's just like this mustache, dude. Sometimes, like, you know, the 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 vocal response is different than the guttural response. They're like, I need to have sex with this guy. But if he asks me about it, I got to tell him I don't like it. Well, I'll really, you, you, got, you put that voodoo on them, bro. Yeah, man. They were speaking Hebrew the whole night, too. The whole night. I don't know. They could have been talking shit about me the whole night. Well, 
who cares? Yeah, right? <laughs> I don't care. I will say every time issues with Israel now comes up in the news or, you know, how we are affected with Israel and Palestine and all the conflict, yeah. I'm pro-Israel, man. Yeah. As you say, Israel's like the Israel, like just the the creation of Israel is responsible for the last oh fifty years of war in the world. Yeah, but you're like, it's good. I fucked two of them. <laughs> <laughs> you're about to convert. Be like, I gotta go over there for my birthright. <laughs> I'm making that trip to Tel Aviv, fam. Yeah, yeah. Let's talk some sports, though. Tel Aviv about my threesome. <laughs> you're hung over today. Oh, it's. I went to the townhouse last night, did a set at the, the townhouse show, Venice Underground Comedy. Great show. How oh, was it just, last night? Just don't go. Oh, it was a disaster. It was a train wreck. Why? The show was awful. No one was on. That was good. But the show's normally packed. Yeah, it was like medium packed. People kept walking the crowd. I went on at the end and was just like, hey, guys, we're going to I'm gonna try some really new shit. I'm talking about Vince dying. And like I was like, I don't even give a fuck. Let's do dead, jo- dead dog jokes. Um, so yeah, it was bad. And then I woke up this morning, like as hungover as I've been in a long time. And I had like six drinks last night. I'm convinced they roofie people there. I'm convinced of it. Well, it's also the explanation for you taking two girls there and having sex with both of them. Like (laughs) you said that now you, you and I have we have a shared story with your brother Mikey yeah. about possibly being roofied. Yeah. I have a story with one of my friends. Her and I both thought we were roofied. Now you have this. Like, are they just roofing people there? I think so. But the, my my theory was they were roofing people to like charge them more. But I paid cash last night. But I did run out of cash, so who knows? I think they're roofing people just for money. Interesting. Gross uh, reason. If you're gonna roofie people, roofie them so you can have sex with them. You yeah. know what I mean? Like if if some dude from the townhouse fucked me, I'd be like, well, I see what you did there. Yeah. But when you're just taking my money, it's like, no, it's not okay. Yeah. You you're basically saying go the Cosby route. My, uh, my girlfriend this morning was like, dude, you were you came home and you were blackout, and I was like, really? I had like six drinks, and she's like, and you specifically got home and said you were sixty one percent drunk. <laughs> <laughs> You're a phone charger? Yeah, right? I'm like, what? <laughs> she's like, she's like, I was like, you're really drunk. And you said, I'm 61% drunk. I'm like, okay, I'm doing I'm doing the math on shit now. Yeah. Do you want to I'm I'm like passing grade drunk. <laughs> Just barely. 61%, which is not gonna be my score on the SAT. No. I, I won't even get 61% of the questions right. Should we talk some sports? We should. Before I have to take a break and Dump in your bathroom? I got to take a dump, too, man. <laughs> Still haven't done the morning dump. I had pizza last night. Well, rough. Yeah. So do you want to start with the NBA Finals preview, or do we want to just jump into this Brian Colangelo shit? Let's jump into the Brian Colangelo shit, because the the haters are out. The, it's it's the finals, and like I mean, the amount of messages I've gotten in the past few days about my love of LeBron James is like, like I can't even... T- I can't even deal with it right now, so let's put, let's put that one on hold until later. Okay, the Brian Colangelo thing is another fascinating sports meets social media news story, which I feel like is they happening. Just shut down Twitter, like Twitter is ruining lives. Roseanne's getting fired. Brian Colangelo's like fucking faux tweeting as like he has multiple burner accounts. Happened to KD. 
Is Twitter ruining people's lives or are stupid people doing dumb things ruining their lives? But I like I'm not convinced. So tell everybody this story for anybody who doesn't know. So Brian Colangelo The Ringer releases. Yes. The, the Ringer's doing fucking the, exclusives now. I like that. The Ringer did what do you call this? Like an investigative reporting yeah. piece? So the Ringer, I love this story. It's titled The Curious Case of Brian Colangelo and the Secret Twitter Account. We should give a background on Brian Colangelo, first of all. Yeah. So he is currently the GM or what's his technical yeah, he's, title? I think he's the GM. Of the Philadelphia 76ers. Or the president. Is he the president of basketball operations? Yes. Yeah. Same thing. Yeah. He's the president of basketball well, not operations. The same thing. But <laughs> you're like, same thing. I don't think he, because he was the. Uh, he was the GM of the Suns. Yeah. His dad was, the, was Jerry. the owner of the Suns, correct? Yeah. And his dad used to run uh, USA Basketball, too. Yeah. Yep. So he was the guy who got Coach K, all the players he's together. Been there for, he's been in. He's been with the Sixers a while? No, he? he's no. pretty new. He's been there since Hinky. Since Sam Hinky left. So basically, here's the story. Okay, April 2016. So he basically essentially replaced Hinky. Yes, and that's part of it. Yeah. So the story that's leaked, it's a long story. I read most of it. I, I skimmed some of it. Uh, the story, according to The Ringer, is that Colangelo had multiple, again, like Kevin Durant, yeah. secret Twitter accounts. But what was interesting is that on these accounts, he criticized NBA players, yeah. including Joel Embiid, former uh, Sixer, Jaleel Okafor, Nerlens Noel, publicly debated decisions of his own coaching staff, as well as critiquing, like we just said, former Sixers general manager Sam Hankey and also Raptors president, I uh, can't pronounce his name. Anyway, he, Maja Yurigi? Maja Yurigi? Yeah, sure. How would you pronounce this? Maje Yurigi? I love why why are you putting the R before the J? You jury? Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Maje you jury? I don't know. You jury? I believe it's you jury. Uh, You're like Yurigi? I'm like, why? Like, am I are we talking about the same person? Also, some of the tweets included disclosure of non-public medical information about Jaleel Okafor and gossip uh about and bead and fault. So basically, criticizing his own players, his own staff, yeah. uh, through five separate Twitter feeds, and through this. This is a real Andy Ruther story. Through this reporting, and basically, people were tipping. Somebody did this and tipped off the ringer. Right. Somebody who was in this world who could. Now, and then there's the thing where, like, Hinky or whatever went back to like work in like technology or something like that. And the person who messaged the ringer said that they have like uh, they work in artificial intelligence. So now there's like, yes, there's multiple levels here. It's like, is this all Brian Colangelo? If it's not, is it Hinky? Did Hinky is Hinky the one that? Told the ringer about it. Is Hinky the one that set up Colangelo? It's like so many layers. And now the newest layer is that they've connected one of the accounts to Colangelo's wife that was tweeting out things while he was doing press conferences. So that's a whole new layer yeah. for this story. All fake Twitter accounts. Or are real Twitter accounts just Keep burner your accounts. Wife off Twitter. Like starts starts there. 
Brian Colangelo, get a hold of your wife. But what's the end game? That's what I was trying to think last night. So if he goes on these... But you mean you saw it. He's like telling reporters to ask people about their injuries, to ask people about like... But But this is my question. Are reporters looking at accounts... Like this is one of the accounts... No, that's probably Phila one two yeah. at Phila one two three four five six seven. Yeah, like what reporter? What? That's what people. That's what certain people don't understand, and whoever created these accounts didn't understand. And people on Twitter hiding behind a uh, fucking picture of Kobe Bryant don't understand is like. No one's taking you seriously unless you're unless you can be sort of verified as a person. Yeah. So it doesn't matter what you're saying. Yeah. Because exactly, that's what I look at when I see this. If I'm a news like reporter now, nowadays, when you go to a tweet, like uh, I forget what tweet I was looking at last night. I, it was it was maybe about something about the anthem or or. Uh, LeBron or something like that, and somebody replied with something, and it was like a no picture, like Robert, and like a bunch of numbers. And now people are just putting like bot, do not respond, which is right. Yeah. It's like you're not taken seriously. That's why we started blocking faceless trolls. Yeah. And I guess the only reason this was all leaked, like you said, somebody who worked in artificial intelligence this is what they explain this is what the ringer says our source whose identity is still unknown contacted me via anonymous egg accounts on both instagram and twitter claiming they had a scoop the source explained that they had worked in artificial intelligence after noticing a bunch of weird tweets directed at sixers writers used an open open source data analysis tool to link five accounts through commonalities including similarities and who the accounts followed in linguistics quirks. I don't even know what all that shit means. Yeah. Well, it's like how... Um, well, this is what it is, actually. Yeah. They all had patterns of likes, follows, and right. tweets, which are extraordinarily similar. Right. It's like every time there's like a random... Like anytime you're on Twitter and like 10 sports accounts make an Aaron Hernandez joke... That's Andy Ruther. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like <laughs> fact. <laughs> OJ Simpson joke? Yeah. That's Andy Ruther. Ruther. You're like, wait, how are you? Wait a second. Some latest thing happened with the Browns. And let me get this straight. Fake Sports Center, fake ESPN, all these accounts. Wait, they're all the same person? Wait, they're all making a Cleveland Browns. Ruther's joke? at home, Kermit the Frog. <laughs> <laughs> People are so dumb. I, the, the, by the way, the amount of times, too, the amount of times. Somebody stole your joke. The amount of times I still get tweets sent to me. It's the, My favorite one, it's things white people like. Yeah. Guys, I'm one of the dudes behind things white people like. Ding, ding, ding. The amount of times I get, dude, you just started us in dirty sports. Somebody who runs things white people like listens to dirty sports. Did you see that tweet? No, that's me, retard. Don't be stupid. But what do you make of all this? I guess I should ask. Uh, well, he's gonna get fired, right? The si- or the, the Sixers he's trying, cl- to, he's trying to prove his innocence. Yes. Somehow? There's two questions I have. He should just be like, "It was Zach Williamson all along." <laughs> <laughs> There's two questions I have. One, 
Like, what's his end game? Just cover his own ass. You know what? I'm actually starting. But why to, is he doing that? I'm actually starting to buy his like it's his wife, because only she's stupid enough to do this, right? Also, it's just like old people on Twitter don't mix. It's like alcohol and like painkillers. Like, do not mix these two things. It's only going to end badly for you. Yeah. I mean, look at fucking Roseanne. Like, stop being on Twitter if you're super old. Yeah. Same goes for you, Donald Trump, who's now like tweeting from Melania's account. Did you see that? No, I didn't. It's like a whole other thing. Jesus. Talk about like verbal like ticks. He's just like he was like some some tweet comes for her account like blah 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 said like you're like dude this is you what are you talking about yeah just stay off Twitter old people but I think a lot of us it's not just old people I mean Kevin Durant was doing it yeah just stay off Twitter yeah at times no you're right we should just add stop being a bitch on Twitter like <laughs> Brian Colangelo's wife Kevin Durant if you a bitch stay off Twitter you're an old bitch, definitely stay off Twitter. I know for me, if there's... I love the idea that fake a fake Kevin Durant account and a fake Brian Colangelo account were once tweeting at each other and had no idea. Motherfucker, just call him. So fake Brian Colangelo meets fake Kevin Durant yeah, equals, like fake, fake, equals Spider-Man meme. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> fake fake Brian Colangelo is like tweeting about Joel Embiid and suddenly like not KD, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven jumps in. It's like, I'm even better than Embiid. And they're going back and forth. They're having a fucking argument. I love it. Man. Bizarre times, dude. And meanwhile, some other guy gets in there and it's like, LeBron's a flopping bitch. And you're like, what are you even doing here? Because I put this, I put this question out there. I want to put this question out there. The, the, if, like, what is the effect? Because we're seeing it now, but we're seeing it not just in sports, like you brought Donald Trump, politics, uh, foreign policy. Like, the effects now, and, and I would say mostly Twitter, because that's where all these stories come from. The effects Twitter is having now is monumental. I mean, and Instagram. Like, Instagram is, is the jam for, like, obviously hot chicks. Yeah. You know? celebrities they love they love the gram now like drake's calling people out or like what's it pushes calling people out for shit he like found on instagram like this whole yeah this whole world's like out of control it's crazy some kid tweeted at me yesterday he's like if i die uh just know that it's me finally taking joe prano's advice from the dirty sports and killing myself and i liked it and then i unliked it and i was like i can't like this i was like people are getting fired over their likes now i can't if you actually die and i liked this then they're going to like your parents are going to say i killed you i'm like i'm at, i can't even like it yeah so i replied that i liked it but did not like it <laughs> wait trevor grab the mic trevor really does have a beer right now yeah it's 10:25 a.m. I mean, on a Thursday. It's bud, it's bud I've, light. I've, I've been Meanwhile, up. I need to like lay down. I'm like, so Trevor, do you have a drinking problem? Should we no. address this? Well, I've been up since four too, so this is technically my afternoon. Like I've, <laughs> why have you been up since four? This is how he justifies. I can't it. handle this. L take, chain. take off the L chain. It's all right. I feel like I've sufficiently worn the L chain in your hair. Yeah, it's all good. Yeah, yeah. Explain why you're up since four. Uh, woke up to the big dog of mine pissing everywhere in oh. the bedroom, so that was fun. Had to start dealing with that at 4 My girlfriend woke so. up to that, too. <laughs> <laughs> that did, was you go, did you go in the bed? No. No. Oh. I went just in the middle of the room. <laughs> no. Um, Big dog problems. 
big dog problems. Yeah. Trevor's got two. You got two dogs, two. right? Yeah. One big one, one small one. What's the big one? White kind of dog? Yeah. Labradoodle. Oh, boy. Got yourself a doodle problem. Big old fucker. Like 70 pounds. Damn. It's a big dog. Big fucking dog. He's only a puppy, too. It's a scary thing. I love that Ruther just like has no concept. He's like, big fucking dog. He's <laughs> like, a 70 pound dog, dude. I'm trying big to. Big fucking dog. <laughs> No, because I remember because my be careful with those labradoodles, bro. It's your face. Because we had like a seventy-five or eighty-pound black lab growing up. Yeah. So, so I know. So it's a big Sammy. Do- R.I.P. Never forget. Sammy, I bet he banged two Israeli fucking I did, dog flight I, attendants. I did a joke about Vince last night at Townhouse. I, I said that uh, you know people always, all my friends are like, oh, you give him a good life, and you know that it's a terrible thing to say because then you just start thinking about whether or not you give your dog a good life. And I'm yeah. like, did I? Did I walk him enough? Did we play enough ball? And then I was like, but I did live in Venice where homeless people throw entire slices of pizza out. Like, <laughs> he, he would eat full pepperoni pizzas regularly. I was like, when I was in New York City, the dog didn't eat any pizza because homeless people were like, I need this pizza. Here they're like, fuck you. I love Roseanne. Get out of my face. And then my dog was like, I will take that. I will still never forget the time, dude, that I, I had to go over to the post office. So, by the way, you know what I was with Vince? I think you'd agree. You know the uncle who's, you know how like you probably do this with your nephews and nieces, the uncle who spoils? Oh, yeah. Like that was me with Vince. Yeah. Just spoiling him with like the walks and the shit I would get him uh, when I would take care of him. But my my favorite was, dude, you had to watch him all the time. because you're, you're outside. Because you're right. Because of just random slices of pizza. I walked him to the post office because I had to drop like, something off. Or like crusts of bread. Yeah. Or like. Dude, I literally looked to grab my phone for two seconds. Yeah. And he had a whole... And Vince will be walking next to you like, you want to check Twitter, bro? You should, <laughs> you should, you should, you should, you should see what fake ESPN is doing, bro. And you're like, fuck, and like, pizza! <laughs> you're right, man. Sourdough bread! <laughs> you want to check that Twitter, fam? Dude, by the time I realized... What's going on on the gram? <laughs> He's like, sub sandwich! <laughs> you're like, why? No! How'd you find that sub sandwich? She's like, I saw it the whole time. <laughs> oh, man. God. Yeah. Uh, absolutely unreal. You are right, though, man. That's, that's by the way, that's one thing I do want to get to the bottom of the homeless situation in Venice. Why do they not eat all the food? Because yeah, they're psychotic. That's why. And anti-psychotic meds probably don't make you hungry. Yeah. So what's what's the end what's the the end result I should say of this Colangelo thing? I feel like he's going to stick with uh it's not him. Okay. But it's like it's not like they were I, I, it's crazy. It's one of those situations where nowadays like can you fire somebody over that? Can you not I mean if you can fire somebody over what they tweet, can you fire them like it it'd be impossible essentially I guess to prove that it was him, right? If he denies it. Is it? I don't know. Unless Twitter gets involved. I don't know. That's a good question. Can they prove like as we do this you're signing into Twitter? Well, because I want I want to look up something. I'm I'm curious to see which athletes are tweeting right now or recently. Because 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 no, this this is the point I want to make. All of them. No, no, this no, but it's not. That's the point I want to make. Do you think do you think LeBron is still tweeting right now? No. Or recently? LeBron. LeBron goes zero dark 30 or whatever it is every playoffs. But that's my point. That's a point I want to bring up. Yeah. 
to all these athletes. LeBron's on Twitter. He's just not replying to anything. But that's my point. LeBron hasn't tweeted. That's what he does, though, every year. He stops, he stops doing social media for the playoffs. But why don't more people do that? That's my question. Like, like if you're focused... Take, for example, Johnny Manziel, right? Yeah. Johnny Manziel... No, no, but, but, but it's a good example. Johnny Manziel is claiming, oh, I'm coming back. This is my comeback season, right? I'm going to be in the NFL. Well, no, you're, you don't care enough about the NFL. You're having Twitter beefs with Michael Rappaport. That's my yeah. point. Like, your attention... You're, you and I are the same way. Like, right? It, if you go, if you, if you're, let's say you're writing a pilot for a TV show, you're not going to be on fucking Twitter. Your mind's going to be focused. It's going to be elsewhere. You're not going to be tweeting as much. So I look at these guys, that, and that's my point. That's why I brought up LeBron. He's not tweeting. Like Kevin Durant, I'm just bringing up another guy who's obviously playing in the finals. Kevin Durant is still tweeting out YouTube videos, which is fine. He just tweeted an hour ago. Check out my, right. you know, checking in with y'all on YouTube before game one. Look, that's fine and all, but... He's like, all oh, y'all blog boys, check this out. I'm not saying that athletes should not be on Twitter, but I'm I... I'm saying presidents of basketball teams should definitely not yeah, be on Twitter. Yeah, and you guys are going to hate hearing it, but I don't give a shit because it's true. Ruther's got enough Twitter accounts for everybody. Just stop. <laughs> Just get off Twitter. No, they're going to hate hearing this, Prano, but it's true. I love that LeBron does that. That he's just like, fuck it. I'm not tweeting during Classic NBA playoffs. LeBron slurper. Take his cock out of your mouth. Let's talk about Tom Brady. Tom Brady just got on Twitter, didn't he? There's Instagram. That's what I'm saying. Tom Brady's not even on Twitter. Another all-time great. Just saying, guys. Get off your fucking phones. All of us. You know what? It's not good to be on your phone before bed and when you wake up. And I do that shit all the time. I need to stop. So this did, is did this. You hear, did you hear that on Rogan? <laughs> No, I fucking am saying it myself. <laughs> Damn you, Prano. Did you see did you see the Rogan who that fucking Rogan uh tweet somebody put up? That was one of the funniest things I've ever seen. What? Oh I'll find it for you. It was about me? No, it was about the Rodan situation. Oh man, you'll love it. She's going on his show this week. Really? She's going on Friday. She he's gonna be the first interview. Wow. Uh, I saw Jimmy Kimmel tweeted last night, like, she's obviously mentally ill. I'm like, what is happening? Do you, do you know the tweet I'm talking about, Trevor? Yeah. So it goes, Roseanne, her speaking. So that's it. I'm not defending it, but it was Ambien. Joe Rogan, that's your problem right there? Have you slept in a Cairo chamber? Crypto chamber? How, how, how is, what's it called? The, the, the flow lab. Cryo chamber? Oh, cryo the cryo chamber. chamber. Yeah. Have, you, have you ever slept in a cryo chamber? A what? Joe Rogan. When I was 39, I tried DMT for the first time, and Ghost of My Dad told me to sell supplements. <laughs> That's funny. That's really funny. Is that just somebody's tweet? Yeah, because yeah, I think she's going on his show tomorrow. But she is no, so you can't blame a racist tweet on Ambien, because that wasn't no. her first racist tweet. No. So that excuse just doesn't work. She should work. have said she went to the townhouse. That's what she should have said. They fucking roofied me. The Ambien stuff is weird. Have, have anybody ever taken Ambien? No. I have heard people like go crazy I, on Ambien, though. I've heard the stories of making food and eating it and not remember. That's the common one. Have you guys heard that? I've heard the story of uh, Tiger Woods having sex with Perkins waitresses and ruining his entire life. And then waking up and being like, what happened? He's coming back, Prano. He's coming back? Tiger. How so? 
I'm just joking oh, because you're joking. Ev- everyone's uh, saying, back. yeah. <laughs> somebody, somebody tweeted me okay, again okay. this week. Okay, it was like Tiger loves this course. This is the weekend. I'm like, okay, is, big, the, is the U.S. Open this weekend? Okay, here's here's a, here's a good question. What happens first? Tiger win. Tiger Woods wins a major, or Johnny Manziel makes it into the NFL. That's a tough one. I'm going. I'm gonna go Tiger. Yeah. I don't know though. You got you got to remember, guys. Manziel's been out of the league. He hasn't been on team since 2015. But if Manziel goes to Canada and plays like kind of well, and then somebody gets hurt, couldn't you just see him getting like signed last minute? Uh, no, because I think he would have already been signed. I could see him getting a backup role. Somewhere. I can't. I just don't think they want to deal with. Tells them. the team to sign him. Then fucking every owner, yeah, yeah is like, oh, okay. Well, I guess we got to do it. Got to do it. God. I can't wait. If anybody knows how VPNs work, let me know. I got to fucking get on the Aussie rules football. Season only lasts till September. Hook it up, fam. Well, I'm excited for the NBA finals. I know. I decided I'm a Brisbane Lions fan. Oh, you you have? That's my squad. I know. uh, I know it's the fourth time they're playing and people are sick of it. But I did see. An interesting piece from Mike Greenberg on like like a minute and a half clip video, whatever he does, whatever show he does for ESPN. But I don't normally watch that shit, but I thought it was an interesting clip because here's why. Do you guys know this? No teams have ever met four straight years in a finals of any, ma- of any major sport. Yeah. This has never happened. This is uncharted waters, which I like. I do in a way like that. And uh, shout out to... A Naples 13, who sent me this on uh, Instagram this morning. This is great. I love this. Statistical leaders over the last three NBA finals. Bef- wait, you're going to get into this right now? I got to. Y- you cannot do this I real quick? First, I already shouted him out. This is great. Points LeBron James, 591. Steph Curry, second with 448. Rebounds LeBron has 219. Tristan Thompson is second with 178. Assists, LeBron James, 165. Steph is second with 111. Blocks, LeBron, 24. Draymond, 16. Steals, LeBron, 33. Draymond, second with 31. That's So he leads. In the last three finals, he leads everybody in everything. Okay, which which I think we all knew already. Did we? That he, like, over the course of three, over the course of how many games? It was seven. Like six, five, that's over the course it of... It went six, seven, five. Yeah. So over the course of 18 Ni- games... I was going to say he, 19, yeah. that's he, SAT's going to be trouble. He leads everybody in everything. Yeah. That doesn't surprise me. Points, rebounds, assists, steals, blocks. All the major categories. Well, here's what I recommend you guys do over the next few weeks. Actually, this is what I recommend you do for your dad, for Father's do Day. Do it. Get him some Omaha steaks, Brandon. Omaha. We got our latest shipment from Omaha steaks a couple weeks. Actually, we got it three weeks ago because they were so kind to send us the great deal that we're about to offer for you guys. And what I love is it comes in that cooler, which you can still use, first of all. You can reuse the cooler, which I did. And, and you did. Remember when Trevor brought it out to the pool? Yep. Beers on ice. It's a great cooler. It's convenient. It shows right up to your door, wherever you live, apartment. House, condominium. Basement. Basement. You name it. 
It shows right up. I, I love I, I love Omaha Steaks, and what I love what I love the most about them is the deal they're about to offer. We are offering, I should say, is. Amaze balls. Can you say that? Yeah. Can I say there's that? Meatballs involved, so you yes. should say it. Listen to this. Right now, Omaha Steaks is giving a limited time offer to all the dirt balls on Father's Day at seventy eight percent off. That's a lot. That's a lot of percentages. <laughs> Go to omahasteaks.com. That's a lot of percentages. Yeah. Right now, dirt balls. Even bo- more meat. Even more meat. Go to omahasteaks.com right now. Type dirty in the search bar. Just in the search bar. And you can get this Omaha Steaks Father's Day gift package, which includes two tender filet mignons, two beefy top sirloins, four chicken fried steaks, two boneless pork chops, four all-beef Omaha Steak burgers, four gourmet jumbo franks, 12 ounces of all-beef meatballs, had those, delicious, one pound of steakhouse fries, four caramel apple tartlets, uh, destroyed those when I got stoned. Tartlets. They're amazing. Tartlets. One Omaha Steaks seasoning, seasoning packet. Plus, you get four more grill-ready Omaha Steak Burgers for free with this purchase. Again, guys, this is a limited-time package for only $49.99. Prano, all that food I listed for $49.99. Honestly, when it showed up, I was like, this is $200 worth of meat. What is? Yeah. Because it's 78% off. That's good math. So again, guys, get this limited-time package for only $49.99 when you go to omahasteaks.com. Just type dirty in the search bar, and when you type it in the search bar... Our show will, will come up, uh, and you can add the Father's Day package to your cart. Don't wait. This offer ends soon. Go to omahasteaks.com, type dirty in the search bar, grab your dad, grab your dad, and fire up the grill. Man, I'm hungry just uh, reading that. Tartlets. 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 What's that from? Word is lost all meaning. You don't remember that? John Lovitz, when he was on Friends, he like go, he he's like stoned, and he just can't stop saying tartlets. I never watched Friends. I don't even know what to say about that. It's a basic white girl show, bro. What? Yeah, Friends is a classic. It's not classic. Yeah, it is. Fuck Friends that is shit, dude. Fuck you remember that when you were saying shit. This about fucking Game of Thrones, like oh dragons and shit, bro. No. I'm getting a fucking line shaved in my head so I can fuck Khaleesi. Um, no, th- I was not that. I was not critical like that on Game of Thrones. I just never watched Bro, Game of Thrones. You literally, people can find you like, oh yeah, why don't I watch a show about fucking dragons and no, midgets? You just no, you no, you just. This is what you do. You exaggerate, dude. You exaggerate, man. You're like, I literally remember you going like. I don't have time for fucking dragons, bro. I don't have time for dragons. Okay, I, I don't have time for it. I just I don't watch. I don't watch fucking Lord of the Rings. I don't watch fucking Game of Thrones. I don't got time for dragons, bro. I don't really recall me saying that, especially since I'm a big Star Wars guy. I don't think I'd be like, oh, that's I, what I said. I was like, Star Wars. So like, there's no dragons in Star Wars, bro. There's no dragons. I got time for at at walkers. I don't got time. I got time for fucking Wookies. I don't got time for dragons, bro. You you just make Prano just makes up whole conversations that never happened. Friends is a great show. Okay, fine. Friends is one of the most well-written shows in the history of television. All right, well, I I never... I'm quoting John Lovett's guest appearances. I never watched it. Think about the people that... Brad Pitt, Sean Penn, like major, massive Michael Rappaport. Yeah. Massive John Favreau, Tom Selleck. Yeah, they had great guest stars on it. Fantastic. 
And everybody's a fucking giant star after it, basically. Except Lisa Kudrow and Ross. I'm just, I wasn't a big Friends guy. You should watch it. It's good. I was more like living single. (laughs) What's living single? Because I'm black and I got the lines. Was living single a black show? Yeah, I think it was was on Fox. (laughs) That's the one. Trevor's giggling over there. Yeah. Trevor, you didn't watch you didn't watch Friends either? No. You watch yep. Seinfeld? Nope. Seinfeld they're both a little bit before my time. Well, clearly. Trevor's never heard of reruns. Yeah. <laughs> Trevor's never heard of Netflix. Nope. Can't do it. I mean, Prano, like for me, like if you if you want to talk about a sitcom, like it's just it's just it, it doesn't compare to like a Seinfeld to me. I mean it just doesn't comp- like But you didn't watch it. It's not like I haven't watched it. I've watched episodes of Friends. Let me put it this way. I'll never forget. The final episode of Friends happened when I was in college. I want to say 2004. The, the difference between Friends and Seinfeld in terms of like the, the actual... First of all, the last episode of Seinfeld was hot garbage. But the difference between is like Friends just kept going. Whereas Seinfeld was like they ended it while it was in its prime. And that's always, you know... Like Jordan? Yeah. Friends did the Kobe, where you're like, it's a, it's been over for a while. Let's just I was, shut it down. I was ready for you to come, though. Then he came back. I was yeah, trying to set yeah. you up there. But uh, okay, but it's a fantastic show. You should watch Friends. I'm gonna make you watch Friends on Netflix. Cheers or Friends? Well, Cheers. I mean, come on. But Cheers is maybe the the most well well written show in history. It's a great show. It all takes place. But Friends is similar. It all takes place in these apartments. Like, that's that's the sign of a good show when, like, you can just, you're just, like, right, like, you don't, they don't need to go anywhere. Like, even Seinfeld, they were, like, out and about. Cheers happens in a bar. On another note, dude, we're going to keep the show to an hour. Okay. We're 41 minutes in. We haven't even talked NBA Finals. Yeah, I don't think we're keeping it to an hour, but let's do it. Let's do, let's talk some NBA Finals. All let's right. talk about um, if the people in the NBA Finals were characters on Friends, who would everybody be? I'm going with LeBron is definitely Jennifer Aniston because, you know, it's just head and shoulders above everybody else. Yeah, she's been the star. But I don't want to keep... I was just joking. Okay, good. <laughs> you're, like, you're like, well, yeah, I see what you're saying. I don't want to continue doing that. Okay, uh, look. I already Tim said... Love that, is definitely Ross. <laughs> I already said this. The full, Useless fuck. Well... They're going to need Kevin Love. Kevin Love is, I'm not going to say that. He's very, we both know how important he is for this final. They're going to need him down on the low post to pivot. (laughs) For all you friends people out there, they're loving this episode so far. You're really hammering home our basic white girl base right now. Uh, Prano, it's the fourth time they're meeting. Look at you, a basic white girl. It was watched by like 40 million people or something like that. No, nah, I was watching Living Single, fam. <laughs> living sing- I literally don't know what Living Single is. Trevor sent me a Wikipedia page. Um, it's the fourth time they're meeting, and here's a common factor, guys, which should be said. All four times, the Cleveland Cavaliers have been the underdogs, Prano, yeah. which is important. In fact, I saw this week, this is, this is LeBron's ninth NBA Finals. Living Single has more black people in it than the Cavs starting lineup, by the way. This is the ninth NBA Finals LeBron is in. Yes. It's the seventh time he's an underdog. The only time LeBron has ever been a favorite was 2011 against the Mavs and I believe 2013 
against the Spurs. Right. So he's always the underdog. Yep. Uh, do you give him and his cast of garbage men any chance? Any chance? I give them. I give them a chance. What has to happen for them to have a chance? Uh, everybody on his team needs to fucking hit some shots. And honestly, for them to have a, for them to win the series, it's like it's like kind of crazy because not all that much needs to happen for them to win the series. But what needs to happen won't. Like it, they're such a small. Like basically, just the rest of the Cleveland Cavaliers have to be serviceable. That's what has to happen for LeBron James, massive underdog, biggest underdog in like however many years in the NBA Finals. That's what has to happen. The Cleveland Cavaliers have to kind of show up. But that's never happened. So like the chances of it happening, very slim. But what needs to happen is like also not that crazy. You're not like Steph Curry has to be hurt and – J.R. Smith has to average 40 for the series. It's like, no, the Cavs have to be fucking serviceable basketball players. And what's serviceable? 10 a game from J.R. Smith, 10 a game from George Hill, 15 a game from Kevin Love. Like, like right like, there, here, that's 35 points right there. Here's the thing. If four Cavs, including LeBron James, average in double figures for the series, the Cleveland Cavaliers could win the series. Agreed. If four, that's going to be such a tough task for these Cavs. Ten points is like three and a half baskets. Doesn't matter, man. We've watched them. I mean, we watched them. You look at the the Boston Celtics series. There were times where Jared Smith hit zero points one game. Yeah, zero points. That's what I'm saying. So he doesn't have to. He can have zero points in some games, but if he averages ten points in the series, they have a chance to win. LeBron James is head and shoulders above the second-best player in this series. There is nobody that's on LeBron James' level. LeBron James is better than the Warriors' best two players. He's better than Kevin Durant and Steph Curry together. What do you mean when you say that? What I mean when I say that is take Steph Curry and Kevin Durant, put them on one team. Put LeBron James on another team. Take the rest of the rosters, scramble them up, divide them equally. The team with LeBron James is going to win. He's better than their best two players. He's better than them. That's fact. He is. They they went to seven games in the Western Conference Finals. LeBron James, as a person, went to seven games in the Eastern Conference Finals. The Western Conference Finals was a seven-game series between the Warriors and the Rockets. Eastern Conference Finals was a seven-game series between the Celtics and LeBron James. He's better than Steph Curry and Kevin Durant combined as a player. He is. Take those two, split them up. It's like when you talk about us going out on the basketball court, right? Like, take when we when we all play basketball. If you take all of us and you go. We'll put Joe over there. It's like we, we saw it. There was the week where we all, it's like whoever goes with Joe is going to win. If you scramble their lineups and you put Kevin Durant and Steph Curry on one side and LeBron James on the other, LeBron James' team is going to win. LeBron James with Corver, Livingston, Draymond, and Tristan Thompson, NBA champions. NBA champions. 
Wait, I'm confused. You just mixed up the teams. Yeah, exactly. That's my point. Put LeBron James on one side, Steph and KD on the other, and fucking scramble their rosters. I'm taking the team of LeBron James. He's better than those two guys. I gotcha. I'd agree. He just gets no fucking help, and I'm sick. He gets the most out of his teammates. Yeah, and I'm fucking sick of it. Like, I'm sick of hearing people, like... Just ignore him, dude. Appreciate... This guy has been to eight straight, like, the... But, but you have to... You At this point... Finals the, all time but look, that have been made but this in is, the history of the league. This is my advice. Hold on. In the history of basketball, the history of the league, finals made, it's something like the Celtics, the Lakers... The Bucks or some nonsense, and then LeBron. Like LeBron has made the finals more in his career than the Knicks, than the Bulls, than the Heat, than the fucking anybody. As a person, people don't understand. He was this is his eighth straight finals and his ninth overall. Half of them were with the Cavs, half of them were with the Heat. Like this isn't a coincidence. Like, remember that time the Heat made the finals for the Yeah, LeBron James. LeBron James. Yeah, but you have to just ignore because I refuse. It's my. I'm but in, why? I'm dying on this hill. But it's not. But it's not even a Trevor, hill to you got die on. For us, it goes Lakers at 31 times in the finals. Celtics 21 times. Phil, uh, then the Warriors when they're in Philadelphia, San Francisco now at 10 times, and then LeBron nine nine tied with the Sixers. That's stupid. Yeah. Look, again, but that's my point. And who cares? Because what's most likely going to happen is... Three and six. <laughs> is the Warriors win this in five? Yeah. That, that's kind of where I'm headed. I think Warriors... If I, I have to get a Gatorade. Okay, you grab a Gatorade. I think the problem is not going to be the scoring necessarily. I think the biggest issue for the Cavs is they play zero fucking defense. And when and when you're going against that Warriors team, dude, they're gonna be they're gonna be putting up 120 points with ease every game, especially the way those guys shoot and and with the, their third quarter outbursts. Like like here's what's gonna happen. I I already see game one. Game one will be relatively close. Like and by that I mean I can see uh, like Warriors up seven or eight points tonight at halftime. And that third quarter hits and those guys turn on their afterburners and. Next thing you know, they're up 25. But but do you see what I'm saying, Brandon? Like, defensively, what the hell are the Cavs going to do defensively to stop the Warriors? The, who plays defense on that team? Nobody. Nobody. Except LeBron James. Except, and Tristan Thompson. Yeah. I like, I like Tristan Thompson as a defender. So what do you got? You got, you got Warriors sweeping? No, like I just said, I think Warriors in five. I don't want to be right. I'd love to see a six or game, six or seven game series. Uh, I, I hope mean, Kevin Durant tears his vag, <laughs> and the Cavs win. I'm going. I'm going Warriors in six. Okay, so you think LeBron can get two games out of it, like he did uh, in 2015? Yes. Tonight, man. Tonight's the game, though. Like tonight, I think it's going to go. Here's what. I, here's what I predicted last night. I think it's going to go two for the Warriors at home, two for the Cavs at home, and then the Warriors close it out. Really? You think the Cavs can win two at home? Yeah. And then everybody be like, oh, shit, he's doing it. And they should because 
he's LeBron James. And then... I'll be curious to see the rotations for the Cavs. Because on Game 7, Lou played... He played Clarkson and Nance a lot more. And I thought they had an all right games. Especially, I, I, like, I like Nance... First of all, Clarkson can hit threes. But I feel like he has, he has a very... He, his confidence isn't good. Right. And, and then... His confidence isn't good. But, like, but my point is, once he gets going... I just I, hope he gives Phoebe some minutes. <laughs> there you go with those fucking Friends references, man. <laughs> You're talking about the whitest show of all time, comparing it to the NBA. Yeah. Okay. How would you do it if you were Tyron Lue with the rotation? Are you giving Clarkson more minutes? Are you giving Larry Nance Jr. more minutes? I'm giving everybody minutes. Like, I'm doing the opposite of what Mike D'Antoni did, where Mike D'Antoni in game four was like, we, I can only trust these seven dudes. I'm doing the complete, uh, like, where, where's fucking Jose Calderon? Like, nah, fuck him, bro. Wh- why? Why? Jared Smith's not hitting any shots. So now, like, he's a serviceable NBA veteran. Where is he? He, he can't go one for 12 on threes. Yeah, that's a good point. Well, I'm giving Rodney Hood minutes. I'm giving, like, everybody. Like, oh, like, Hood is in the doghouse, yeah, man. but, like, give everybody minutes. Like, I understand. First of all, so the answer is whoever LeBron wants to play with. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, if you ask LeBron, LeBron, who should I give minutes? And he's like, look, start me. Then I want Tristan out there. Then I want Chandler and Joey. And Phoebe, I'm like, all right, that's who I'm playing. You know what I mean? Like, whoever LeBron wants. But if I was Teron Liu, I would try everything. I'd try to have, like, the Rodney Hood game. I'd try to have, like, the Jose Calderon game. You know, like, I would just be like, let's see what the fuck happens. Because why not? Yeah. What, are you, what else are you going to do? I'm going to play these eight guys. We're going to get swept. LeBron's going to get shit on. Yes. Now... Like, I want a percent chance. Like, in your mind, what percent chance is there that the Cavs win the series? Win the series? I'll put it at 7%. 7. That low. Yes. Okay. Again, it's it's all on his teammates. Yeah. It's on Kyle Korver. Not not just not just playing well. Like, like when I say his teammates, I mean, Kyle Korver, you take seven threes, you got to hit at least three of them. You know, it's it's on... Kevin Love giving 15 to 20 points a game. It's on J.R. Smith, like you're saying. Dude, you you shoot five threes, hit 40% of them, man. Like, you gotta help the guy out. Yeah. And that's what I worry. Like, I worry that that these guys can't help him out at all. And, and, and I worry, you know, there could be a game where they lose by 30. The team completely loses all their confidence. I, you know, I don't know. Because it, their roster is so interesting now because you have... Guys who've been there, you have the obviously LeBron, Kevin Love, Tristan Thompson. You have those guys, George Hill, who who is, is played deep in the playoffs. But then you also have, like you're saying, Larry Nash Jr., Jordan Clarkson, Rodney Hood. None of these guys have been in the finals. Yeah. Let me just say this in advance because I, I, I feel like I should give proper warning. If LeBron James does the unthinkable and wins this series, you will suck his dick. Anybody that denies his greatness will officially be blocked. I'll block my mom. 
about yeah, Roseanne. Yeah, but, but hold on a second. Everybody. Hold on a second, Joe. Hold on a second. I got to step in here as the as the uh, the guy who's going to be the what is it the intermediator? That's not a word. <laughs> I think that's a George Clooney action movie. <laughs> is it just mediator? Yeah. Intermittentary? That's a word, right? Am I just thinking of words? Am I literally making up words? Two, two of them so far. Okay. I'm going to just step in. That's what, I'll use. That's what I'll use. You can't just block people who have different opinions than you. Yeah, you I can. D- d- but why? If, if LeBron James beats this Warriors team and Let, you're still a hater, I'm blo- I'm not even blocking you for having a different opinion. I'm blocking you from... Not on Dirty Sports. From, yeah, everybody. No, everybody. no, no. Everybody. Fake ESPN. No. Fake Sports Center. <laughs> no. Things Mexicans like. <laughs> Jimmy Manziel. No, because here's why. Roger Wilson, all your fake quarterback accounts. <laughs> I'm open to di- look. We got to be open to different opinions. You can block a faceless troll. We've already established that rule. After I'm, I'm, I'm saying after. But this who final. cares? Let people be dumb. No, you're not going to change people, dude. Dude, that 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 person, and you've already said this. <laughs> that person, Joe. YouTube exclusive, right there. <laughs> that person, who if LeBron you know, beats them and gets his four times. That person who still doesn't want to give him his credit is that same person who refuses to believe what Donald Trump is doing is bad. Or that person... Do you remember the show Kung Fu? Where, like, the guy just walked the earth? You remember fucking... Yes. You remember, uh... You remember, uh... Jay and Silent Bob Strike Back where at the end they're showing up people's houses with, like, are you whatever fan? Yeah. Like, troll... I will literally have small L-chains... And I'll that that'll be my job. I'll walk around with a backpack like a fucking Mormon. I'll be like, "Are you Trump supporter? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Did you say LeBron James is a flopping bitch? Yeah." And then just smack people with L chains and but then that, move on to the next. But house. that's my point. The same people who are diehard Trump or Hillary or Bernie, whoever. The same people who are diehard politically behind one person. You're not going to change their opinions. So what's the, what's the point in trying? Yeah. You're not going to change these LeBron people's opinions. Oh well, I'll, I'll, I'll certainly die trying. By the way, I gotta. I bet you. I bet you that I can. I can almost guarantee one thing for Twitter. As we've been talking so much about Twitter today, I can almost guarantee there's no one on Twitter that's listening to this show that's a Friends fan and a LeBron hater. There you go. Look, those those Venn diagrams don't overlap. You don't. You don't see a cross. People appreciate greatness. <laughs> I gotta. You brought up the little L chains. Kyle Aronofsky DM me about that. He said, "Any way you guys can produce little L chains and sell them?" I don't know. But, but you let's just get, let's get Trevor to work. <laughs> let's start putting the interns in some craft work, bro. Trevor is drinking beer at ten thirty in the morning. You think <laughs> you think he's gonna do an L chain? You can paint little little L's yellow, right? Trevor, I can make that work. Trevor's been up since four in the morning. Grinding this morning, bro. Grinding, 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 cleaning up Gr- dog grinding piss. On the, <laughs> grinding on the hardwood so you can fucking <laughs> resurface it. Grinding, <laughs> unbelievable, man. What else is going on in sports, Andy? Because I'm about to pass out. <laughs> Struggle that real for you today? Struggles that That's all real. you want to say about NBA Finals. That's it. I mean, I, 
I honestly, so my pick is Warriors and six. I give the Cleveland Cavaliers eighteen uh, percent chance of winning the series. Oh, so you're you're more than double mine. Yeah, I give LeBron. I think I can say in advance that whoever wins the MVP, if it's not LeBron James, is the incorrect decision. I can say that in advance with certainty, and. Yeah, it's going to come down to the if the Cleveland Cavaliers are serviceable. If if four guys, if three other guys besides LeBron James average whatever Draymond Green averages for the season for the series, they can win. But they won't. They'll lose. LeBron gets no help. I'm a LeBron dick slurper. I fucking should take his cock out of my mouth because I appreciate what I love basketball. I've been I've been a psychotic NBA fan for 30 years. It's fantastic to watch. I'm excited for the series simply because it's LeBron versus everybody. Let's go. Let's do it. Yeah. On another LeBron related story, I have to bring this up cuz I have I, I this guy. This fucking You know what Paul Pierce is now? He's just a cheddar dick. He's a complete and utter cheddar dick. Did you see the video footage of Paul Pierce talking shit? No. You haven't seen this? No. It's unbelievable. Different camera angles now have rele- have have been released from Game 7 of the Eastern Conference Finals. And so it, Paul Pierce is in the crowd? Dude, he's... And here's what's, here's what's important to note for everybody. Take that L, Paul Pierce. Not only is Paul Pierce talking shit, Paul Pierce is on location... For ESPN, as an employee from ESPN, look look at this video. Look at this shit. He's talking shit blatantly. Can can you see this? Yeah. Look at him. Look at this. It's unbelievable. LeBron's ignoring him, then looking up at the scoreboard. Let me play this again. Look at this, Prano. Standing courtside. Yep. Clearly talking shit. So then at the end of the game, they, they, they have another angle, which, again, was not released during the game, but somebody got and they showed of LeBron flexing when they had won the game to Pierce. Yep. Dude, Paul Pierce, and we've said it, and I'm going to reiterate, is the saltiest, most bitter motherfucker. Dude, you work. This is what I'm going to say, too, for ESPN, right? You work for ESPN. Obviously, people are going to be homers. You're a big homer. On your New York teams. That's fine. How dare you? If you are hired, though, think about this. If ESPN or Fox Sports or ABC, NBC, whoever, if they hire you to work, you're going to go on the sideline and talk shit. My, my point is, let's look at that crew, right? You also have Paul ch- Pierce, as a Celtic, in his career, accomplished one championship. He was the face of the franchise for however long. There was an opportunity when they brought in two other Hall of Famers to help him out for them to have some sort of legacy. They won one because Paul Pierce isn't that good and because Doc Rivers is a terrible coach. And LeBron James dug a hole, put those three guys in it, buried two of them, took the other one to Miami, and got a multiple championships He's salty as fuck because LeBron James ended his career. And you know what? I'll tell you one thing. The the fucking, the losers, 
Sam Tripoli, if you're out there, who are like, who did LeBron beat? Who did LeBron beat? He beat Kevin Garnett, Paul Pierce, and Ray Allen on the Celtics together and ended their career. Shut down. LeBron James, he's hoisted by his own petard, as they say. The only reason the Celtics are already good again is because he destroyed their franchise to the point where they had to rebuild and get a new coach and get fucking draft picks. He fucked them up. And Paul Pierce is bitter as shit about it. And also... For the fucking losers out there who are like, oh, well, you know, the Celtics were old by the... LeBron James is the same age within a year of every single one of those guys when he ended their careers. LeBron James is 33. Ray Allen was 33. Paul Pierce was 34. Kevin Garnett was 30. Like, Ray, uh, one, uh, I think... The oldest of them was 34. When he ended their career, LeBron James at 33 is dominating the NBA like no one ever has. Shut the fuck up, everybody, especially Paul Pierce. Shut the fuck up. You're embarrassing yourself at this point. You're embarrassing yourself. You're, he's, Paul Pierce is the boxer or the UFC fighter who gets knocked out is completely unconscious, is drooling and bleeding on the mat, and then in the post game is like, we they stopped it early. It's like, dude, you were dead. They stopped it because you were dead. Shut the fuck up, you salty fuck. He, Paul Pierce is every Boston fan ever. You lose. You suck. Shut the fuck up. You shouldn't even be allowed here. LeBron James should go like, you're on the sideline because I fucking ended you. Suck my dick. That's what he should say. But LeBron James is a better man than me. You work for ESPN. This is what... It's not even... That's neither here nor there, honestly. I, I know, but, but I want to bring that into the equation here. My point is this. Your co-workers on the NBA show for ESPN, as far as former players, are Jalen Rose and Chauncey Billups. My point is this. You would never see... Jalen Rose or Chauncey Billups, who, by the way, are far and better on TV than you'll ever be. They're interesting. They can make jokes. They're funny. Like, like you're, first of all, Paul Pierce, you're just not interesting on TV. Can you imagine those guys on the sideline? Can you imagine Charles Barkley, Shaquille O'Neal, Kenny Smith? Think about this. On the sideline, taunting? Dude, you, you're working media now. Act like a fucking grown man, you salty bitch. It's pathetic. It it is, is so pathetic. Is this pathetic. episode titled "Paul Pierce is a Salty Bitch"? Because I think it should be. God, he's such a salty little bitch. Yeah, but that's there's a reason. It's because LeBron James embarrassed him. I mean, he beat LeBron in 2008. They yeah. beat him in 2008 with fucking all those guys, and LeBron James was on the Cleveland Cavaliers with goddamn nobody. Taj Gibson. Yeah, was Taj Gibson even on that team? No, uh, no, he wasn't. Daniel Gibson, that's yeah. what I'm thinking of. Booby. <laughs> Booby. Yeah. No no one's going to be good at basketball named Booby. No. That's like your fat black uncle cousin. Yeah. <laughs> right? Uh, I, did you just create a fake fat black <laughs> uncle cousin I have? In what world do I have a fake fat black uncle cousin? What's an uncle cousin, by the way? <laughs> I meant uncle or cousin. Yeah. Named Booby. 
Uncle Boo. By the way, that was the third starter on that Cavs team was Uncle Cousin. Lo- <laughs> I lo- Uncle Cousin sounds like the worst rap name in history. <laughs> I Yo, lo- you Uncle Cousin? I loved Booby and Friends. <laughs> Made an amazing cameo. Started fucking Chandler How one episode. You? How dare you? <laughs> How dare you? All right, Prano. We got, we'll talk some other sports, but before we do that... Paul Pierce is a salty bitch. Before we do that, I want to say that I'm excited to uh, take the SAT this weekend, and I've heard you can get front row seats. What are the percent chances that you take the SAT this weekend? I mean, I'm going to be there. You mean that they deny me? No, just like that you wake up and you're like, you can't do it, bro. I'm 100% taking it. 100%? 100%. This can't be another fucking... Hip hop dance class or like whatever you're like, oh, I can't do it, bro. I already paid. Although I did pay for hip hop dance class. Too. <laughs> yeah. I went to one hip hop dance class. And then you're like, can't do it. Because it was an exercise class. I told you I wanted to leave there, be the next Channing Tatum. Anyway, uh, I'm taking the SAT this weekend. Then you after left there and being the next Chandler Bing. You know what I mean? I know what you mean. Then afterwards, I might drive down to San Diego to see my Cincinnati Reds put the San Diego Padres in beautiful Petco Park. And I'm going to. Get those tickets via SeatGeek. Bring back the brown. That's right. The only app that I go to to get tickets for any sports or live event. That includes concerts, comedy shows, Broadway, WNBA finals, monster truck rallies, shows in Vegas. You name it. It's all available on SeatGeek. SeatGeek saves you time and money by searching multiple ticket sites to compare prices and find amazing deals. And you get the most bang for your buck because Seeky grades every ticket based on value to help you immediately identify the best seats that fit your budget. So download the Seeky app today, Dirtballs, because best of all, all you guys get a $20 rebate off your first SeatGeek purchase. That's right, you get $20 off that first purchase. Just download the Seeky app and enter promo code DIRTY today. That's promo code DIRTY for $20 off your first SeatGeek purchase. Prano, what's going on with the Mets, and why is the stadium on fire? I mean, those are two separate questions, but... <laughs> but it's relatable. Yeah. Uh, the Mets are Metsing. The Mets are doing what the Mets do. Everybody's fucking hurt. Goddamn teams, like, a game over 500. Which, honestly, is like... I like. I would have signed up for that at this point. It's just they were so good, you know, out of the gate. It's, I mean, it's a goddamn debacle. What do you want from me? Why would you bring this up? Because I've, why did the stadium catch on fire? I don't know. Some sort of, you know, explosion. But what stadium has an explosion where it catches on fire? City Field, dude. Like, I, what What do you want me to tell you? Like, this is, why, who kicks a man while they're down like this? What? <laughs> <laughs> You know, we're almost done with the show. You're bringing up the Mets stadium on fire. I can't handle this, dude. I'm hungover. Because I have never seen a stadium catch on fire. There like, was some sort of transformer explosion or some goddamn thing, and then it was fire, and then it was put out by a fire suppression, you know, thing, and it was burning for 15 minutes. Thank God they were on the road, and, you know, the, no one was hurt. Um, sadly, some of our players weren't hurt. I'm, I'm, I'm sad that Hansel Robles didn't die in the fire. That's for sure. But I like. But the reason I bring it up is because you were so high on them to start the season. Yeah, and, and fu- reality has set in for you. But and that's the thing. We're still twenty six and or twenty seven and twenty six. Is that our record? Yeah. Like, not a terrible place to be in if you're the Mets. But they just started out so fucking hot, and Mickey Callaway was making all the right moves. And then I swear to God, 
the dude, I, I called him on, on Dirty Slides. I said, he's like Cougar from Top Gun. He was like the baddest fucking fighter pilot, and then now he can't land his fucking plane. Yeah. He just totally lost it. Had to turn in his wings. Anybody seen an aircraft carrier around here? <laughs> like, he's fucking, he lost it. I don't know what happened. And tons of injuries, and the guys who are playing are a fucking nightmare. And, yeah, it's it's a shit show. And how many games back are they? Four? Four and a half. Yeah. Who's in first now? Philly? Uh, Washington. Wow. They've won six in a row. Eight of their last ten. Dude, what's going on in the uh, NL West? Because we were so adamant, and, and, and especially I was, after seeing the Dodgers get swept by my Cincinnati Reds. Well, the Dodgers are still how many games back? They're only three and a half games back now. Yeah. Because the Diamondbacks yeah. are losing games left and right. The Diamondbacks were the first team since like the 1890s to win their first 10 series or some nonsensical stat. And then, yeah. They're, they're just a game above 500 right now. Oh, yeah. They're, they're, they're the Mets. They're the Mets. You know Shabelli's loving that, by the way. Because when he came on the show, he's like, what, we're 42 games into the season? Yeah. I mean, it's, they're still three and a half games back. Yeah, but that's nothing. I'm still I'm still taking not the Dodgers to win the NL West. Yeah. I'm not either. I don't want to eat the, 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 the there's by the way, there's no no, seeker for the season. There's nothing worse than eating your words to Shabelli. Yeah. I had to do that with Gonzaga one year. Oh man. It's unbelievable. He's he's all about football club LA, by the way. The new soccer team. Did, did you see Cincinnati? We got a, we got a professional soccer team now. Big news. Mazeltov. Well, thank you. Are you gonna uh, Are you gonna be a supporter? What's your t- What's their team? Uh, I think they're FC Cincinnati. Oh God! Why do they do this? I know. Why do they do this? I know. It's just stupid. Stop! Like the MLS, just stop being the fuck. Try to trying to be European fucking soccer. I think they should be at their FC Cincinnati. I I think what they should be is uh, this is so fucking the stupid. Cincinnati, they should be Cincinnati Gorillas or Cincinnati Harambe. Real Cincinnati. It's like that's not an English word. Stop. You uh, what am I supposed to say? Real? Like what the fuck are you doing? Well, it just means football club. I know. It's stupid. You know why? Because we don't call it football. So start there. How about? SC Cincinnati. What about Cincinnati Harambe's or Cincinnati Gorillas? Yeah. What about anything but besides some stupid European shit? This is why soccer will never be a fucking thing in the United States. Dude, you, are- you know you know what though, man? You're gonna hate hearing this. With everything going on with the NFL, and you even said this yourself as like a young black kid. Totally. And the salaries are going up in the MLS. They're expanding, obviously. Miami's about to get a franchise. No, obviously, there'll be awful support because we yeah. all know Florida. But, but I think, I don't know if Philly has one. If they're, or no, Nashville's about to get one. Cincinnati, the, these, these towns. Real Miami. But, but here's my point. Here's my point about the, oh, the Miami United. Everything. Like, to, fucking stop it. I have been an avid critic of soccer. But I have followed what's kind of happened in Cincinnati and I do think it's interesting because they were, they were a minor league soccer team, and they were averaging, and it doesn't sound like a lot, and it's not NFL, but they were averaging. I saw like twenty seven thousand 
a game, which for a mid-major city like Cincinnati, you're getting 27000 a game. I like we're putting cities as mid-majors now. It's a, you're a mid-major. It's a mid-major city. You know, it's a mid-major city. But my point is this. If they're packing them in, and I, and I saw apparently they're going to they're gonna build, they play where University of Cincinnati's football team plays, and they're actually going to build like a 21,000-seat stadium. There's something going on. If they can get that turned that the MLS is saying, oh shit, we're going to give them a franchise already. The tide seems to be turning enough for soccer. Yeah. Now, I don't think I'll ever fully get into it. I'm not against going to games. We actually almost went to the game last week ourselves out here in L.A., but... But you were like, hey, you want to go to that L.A. football club game? And I was like, fuck yeah, I'm sick I'm sick of this NFL shit. I'd love to watch football. And you're like, that's actually soccer. And I was like, no, I don't want to go. Fuck that. Stop pretending that you're fucking football. This is stupid. Just be soccer. Just be fucking soccer. Does your hang-up is on the, the name. Yeah, it's stupid because they're trying to take what works somewhere else and like make it fucking be here it's like just but it was there first and then we took it and we were like right. hey we're gonna have our but own what football. happened to the fucking new york new jersey red bulls and the metro stars and the fire and the the don't you they know, still the, exist the rain and the shit like and the fucking you know I, the war like be have a fucking name stop being lafc stop being real something like that's not an english word you stupid fucking trying to be fucking Europeans. New York Red Bulls. Yeah, they still yeah. exist. Great. So what I'm saying, give me the fucking team names, Trevor. Give me the MLS team names. Hit me with them. I'll tell you the ones that should kill themselves. You got LA Galaxy, Toronto. See, Galaxy, because there's a lot of stars out here. Get it? Toronto FC. I don't know if it's Kill yourself. The FC Toronto, but Toronto, <laughs> Los Angeles FC. Kill yourself. Uh, Seattle Sounders FC. See, because there's there's a sound up there. New York City FC. Kill yourself. Columbus Crew SC. Oh, this is SC though. Columbus Crew SC. Yeah. Support Columbus. Well, you you want to hear the you want to hear what, what I've read about that? What else we got, Trevor? Is that Co- is Columbus that might move. They might move to Austin, especially now Good. that Cincinnati's getting a team. They're too close to each other, I heard. Good. That'll be my soccer team. Atlanta United FC. Yeah. Kill yourself. FC Dallas. See, this is nonsense. We don't even call it football here. <laughs> it's the MLS. Brando's so mad about the name. It's the MLS. It's Major League Soccer. Yeah. But you're a football club? Stop it. You do have the San Jose Earthquakes. Thank you. Philadelphia Union. What Houston, is that even? Houston it's a Bank. <laughs> Houston Dynamo. Wait, what? Houston Dynamo. Yeah. Good for them. Portland Timbers. Uh Montreal Impact. I kinda like that one. It's a cool name. Sounds Oops. like a bad wrestling league. So it sounds like the majority don't use FC, it sounds like. Uh, I'd say it's maybe split I'd say sixty forty do. No, from what you just read, it sounds like it's 60, 40. It's no, 40. there's a lot of FCs. Okay, I gotcha. Prano hates the FC. I, it's football club. Like, what are we talking but we about? But should, we should go to the LA, the new LA team. I've been to a Galaxy game, and now I need to go to the new team. Go for it. It'd be fun. Yeah, get don't don't you like going to new sporting get events? Get tickets on SeatGeek, fam. Yeah. Man, he's grouchy this morning, huh? 
You're fucking salty as Paul Pierce over this FC stuff. It's stupid. It's fucking stupid. <laughs> it's fucking dumb, Mom. Mom, I don't want to go to church. It's fucking stupid. I don't understand. Is your major league so- you're a major league soccer football club? Is that what you're telling me? That's that's who you are. Explain to me. Explain to me what you are. We are the LA football club. We play in the major and we play in major league soccer. What? Pick a sport. Yeah, it's confusing. But again, I don't know soccer enough. We'd have to get someone in here who understands soccer. Why? Why do we have to? It's very simple. They call it football everywhere else in the fucking world. Are you we watching soccer here? Are you watching the World Cup starts in a couple weeks? You're gonna be rooting for Team Italy. They're not even in it. They didn't make it either? No. This is the worst World Cup ever. I'm going to be trolling soccer fans on Twitter. That's what I'm going to be doing. (laughs) I'm going to be triggering fucking basic white people. We should go to a bar, though. We should pick a team. I'm going to be... uh, I'm going to spend... We should do cultural World Cup appropriation I'm going to spend the entire World Cup triggering kids whose moms didn't let them play football. American football. No, you know what we should do? I like that. But you know what we should do is we should go to a bar... We'll, we'll do World Cup Cultural Appropriation Day. We'll go to a bar, like let's say uh, Japan or South Korea is playing. Hopefully. I, don't, I, don't, I haven't looked at the teams. We were supposed to do this for Shoei Otani. We, we are. We are. The baseball season's all year. We'll do multiple Cultural Appropriation Days. This will, this is, will be good for the show. We'll get the positive attention that we need. So uh, we go to a bar. I go in full Japanese gear, and I'm rooting for Japan. And then when people try to question me, I can say no. My dad is in the armed forces and was born. I was no, born in you Japan. should say you identify as a Japanese person. True. You should be like, I have a small dick. I identify as Asian. Yeah. <laughs> Just like this sport identifies as football. I like that. We should do that. By the way, I did learn. Callback here. I did learn with the Israeli girls. The joke I identify as uh, does not work. It's not. It's not universal. I think it's more of an American thing. Yeah. No shit. We're the only country who's now identifying as different people. Yeah. Joe, you're hungover. Let's just end this bitch. Let's end it. Let's, <laughs> okay. just, let's just end it. Okay. I don't Great. care about what else is on the rundown. I got stuff to do. I got, I got more podcasts than to do today, so uh, let's end it. What are you doing? Another Dent Report today? I'm doing another one. Who's, who's your guest? I got Lance Bass. Wow. Yeah. Lance Bass. My old boss. Former NSYNC member. That's right. Heading to the- uh, What's he up to now? Well, I guess you're about to find out on the Dent Report. I'm going to head to his house in the valley. and I uh, can't wait. I'm actually going to listen to that episode. I just need his reaction to the hair. Oh, that's all you want to hear about? Yeah. Can you can you film immediately when you get there and you just get his reaction to the hair? I bet he says, that's tight, son. <laughs> <laughs> he will not say that. But Joe brings up a good point now that we're doing plugs. Guys, we're rocking and rolling here at Dirty Sports Network. My boy here to my left is killing the gang with Andy Lazarus. On Dirty Slides. So give them some love. Listen. Subscribe to that. Yes. They're currently on our feed, but we're going to get our own feed. I got Den Report. We're rocking and rolling with new guests. I had Crystal Marie on yesterday. Talk about her. How's those titties? They're, they're, <laughs> they're, they're, they're nice. Yeah. They're always nice. We, we talked about her her first, a lot, of, a lot of stand-up comedy talk. Oh, boy. She loves you, by the way. Yeah. She, she quote unquote said, uh, I don't know if she said this on the show. She she's like, man, Joe crushes every time I see him perform. It's me. Nothing but good things about you. Great. Tough can't, act of can't wait to listen. She said, yeah, nothing but good things. So listen to Dent Report, listen to Dirty Slides, and of course listen to our show. And you can subscribe and leave iTunes reviews on all those shows, guys. Support the Dirty Sports Network because we're growing. Yes, we are. 
I heard Trevor's going to do a dog show. <laughs> he's going to he's going to sit there and talk about dog grooming and uh, dog urination. No, Trevor, no, not into that. No desire to do that. No, it's like there'll be video of it and everything we should, too. We should definitely have a one-off of just Trevor doing a canine show. <laughs> <laughs> What would that show be called? Cat Fancy, because he's taking a page out of the fucking MLS. <laughs> <laughs> I like the dog kennel with Trevor Nickel. Yeah. The dog the kennel. The dog pound. <laughs> yeah. All right, we're officially ending the show now. Yeah. Now that they're doing Rook. Uh, Prano, I know you got a lot of shows. Go see Tahoe, my- uh, 13th, 14th, 15th, 16th, 17th. Almost immediately I go to New York for shows. Uh, if you're in New York or in the area, stay on JoePrano.com. I'll be adding dates in addition to the show I'm doing in Yonkers, uh, the shows I'm doing at Stress Factory in New Jersey. Then I'm back here. I'll be up in Washington for basically the first couple weeks of July. Lake Chelan. Shellen, Chelan, uh, which is uh, in, in mid-Washington. And then Binglefest, uh, Shitheads, or just anybody in the Pacific Northwest. That's going to be ridiculous. It's going to be ridiculous. You guys are you, going, to, are you I, going to Binglefest? I am not. Oh, man. What happened? I thought we had you on the on the line for Binglefest for a second there. Well, you know, Eddie talked to me about it on the podcast and then never followed up. And then I didn't follow up. And it just was one of those things. Okay. It's not too late. When is Andy that? Andy Ruther might be at Bingle Fest. When is that? It's the uh, s- third weekend of July. I think it's like the seventeenth or something. Okay. Like or thirteenth. Who knows? I'll, I'll I'll hit up Eddie. Yeah, and uh, San Diego. But JoePrano.com for all my dates. At Fix Your Life on Twitter. JoePrano on Instagram. Um, yeah. Cool. At Andy Ruther. At the Dirty Sports. At my boy Trevor underscore Nickel over here. Guys, that is the show. Enjoy your weekend. And most importantly, don't forget, condoms are for pussies.